Hey, welcome back to the program. Jeff Semple sitting in for Alan Carter for the rest of this week. I'm not sure if you have any plans today, if you're out and about, but if you're feeling a little lazy, lots to watch on TV today. And, uh, you know, or better yet, tune in to Global News Radio 640 Toronto for the rest of the afternoon because you will not want to miss, first of all, one o'clock, as we've been reporting, the announcement from Ontario's Premier Education Minister on what school will look like in the fall. And then at three o'clock, must see TV, not just for political junkies, but really all concerned Canadians, as Justin Trudeau will be under the spotlight, on the hot seat, whatever ridiculous expression you want to use to describe a prime minister who will be facing tough questions for at least an hour. Opposition party still calling for longer than that, but at least an hour that the prime minister has committed to taking questions, testifying about the we charity controversy. And I don't know if you remember when you were back in school, um, you know, getting ready for an exam and you had that awesome teacher who would give you the questions before the test. So you knew what questions you would be facing and you could study them. Ever had any teachers like that? I certainly did. Uh, And Andrew Scheer, the nice guy that he is, has basically just done that. He went before the cameras this morning, before reporters, and provided a list of questions that his colleagues in the Conservative Party are planning to throw at the Prime Minister at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Have a listen. Who told we about the announcement and what they would have to do to make their proposal fit the new parameters? Was anyone in the Prime Minister's office aware of WE's proposals or helping to advance them? Why was WE the only organization considered, especially when charity watchdogs have signaled they have had no experience delivering a program like this before? Has the Prime Minister or members of his family ever accepted free WE trips? Does the Prime Minister have any last-minute confessions he feels he needs to make before testifying at the Finance Committee? So there you go, a little bit of a cheat sheet from Andrew Scheer, the leader of the Conservative Party for Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister, as he prepares to testify in front of the Finance Committee in just uh, under three hours from now. Um, there are, you know, if anyone, anyone who has been following the story knows, there have been a lot of moving parts to this one. New revelations almost every day, particularly about the WE Charity, exactly how it worked, its connections, its finances. But I think watching the Prime Minister this afternoon, it will be important to keep in mind that really what I think is the fundamental question here is, did the Prime Minister effectively do a favor for a friend, or in this case, a friendly organization, with taxpayer dollars to help us understand and set our expectations and what to look for. We are joined on the line by Andrew McDougall, who's an assistant professor in political science at the University of Toronto, Scarborough. Andrew McDougall, thanks so much for joining us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. No problem. Good afternoon. So I'm not sure if you've cleared your schedule for this afternoon, but uh, I want to know what what you'll be watching for, Andrew, as the prime minister sits down to testify. Yeah, I, mean, I think you set that up uh, pretty well, and uh, so did uh, Andrew Scheer. Uh, I mean, the, this is going to be a very political uh, performance on behalf of everybody that's there. Uh, the opposition parties are going to do as much as they can to make the prime minister look bad and to make uh, his government look corrupt, and they're going to try to exploit this for as much as they can. And the prime minister is going to try to come back and say that you know none of that is fair and that uh, he made a mistake, but that he's moved past that. Uh, and that there's really nothing to see here. So it's going to be interesting to see whether or not uh, which side of which two side which of the two sides does a better job in the eyes of Canadians. 
Yeah, and in your eyes, was this a wise decision on his part? I mean, testimony from a sitting prime minister at committee, very rare, especially in a you know controversy like this. Why do you think he's choosing to do this? Do you think this is a wise move on his part? It is very rare. I, it certainly hasn't happened while he's the prime minister. And I think the last time it happened was around 2006 or so when um, Stephen Harper gave some testimony about uh, Senate uh, reform. Um, I think uh, things are a little bit different uh, now. To start, the prime minister is not in charge of a majority government, so he's got a little bit less control over parliament than than he otherwise would. Um, secondly, he's also already admitted that this was a mistake. So he's come out and he said that that was a lapse in judgment. And he shouldn't have done it. So I think the calculation here is that it is a faster and a better way to handle this than to just is to just voluntarily go to the committee, answer whatever questions that they have, and then hopefully put this past him as soon as he can. Uh, and then move on with uh, with with other stuff. Whether or not that works, well, we're all waiting to see that later today. Yeah, and I mean, you know, obviously, he, a big question is how long this is going to go on for. Um, Justin Trudeau, I was just checking here. It looks like they are, you know, the, so the Conservatives have asked for three hours. Uh, Justin Trudeau is saying one hour. What's the strategy there, do you think, when it comes to just how much time is allotted for this? Yeah, the opposition parties smell blood in the water. And so they're going to want to uh, give themselves as much time as they can to give him the longest and most difficult grilling that they they can. And they're going to need more time for that. On the other side, the liberals are going to try to constrain this as much as possible. They're going to want to be able to come out of this and say, you know, the prime minister voluntarily went to the committee, answered all of the questions. It was a reasonable amount of time, um, but wrap it up as, as fast as they can and then put it all behind them. How vulnerable is Justin Trudeau in this situation, do you think? I think he'd be a lot more vulnerable if there wasn't so much else going on. Uh, if this was the only story in the news and this was a minority parliament and perhaps if the opposition parties were a little bit better organized, I think he'd be in real trouble. Um, but right now there is a lot more going on. I mean, Canadians are dealing with the pandemic and they're dealing with the economic fallout from that. And generally speaking, the Liberals have gotten quite high marks from Canadians on how they've handled those two files. So I think he's got a little bit more space here than he otherwise would. And I think uh, Canadians are going to be weighing the performance of the government on the one hand with these crises, with with this uh, with this new scandal. So I think it's it's not it's not great for him, but it's not as bad as it might be in another day in time. Yeah, I mean, and and you noted, I mean, the context is everything here. We had seen Justin Trudeau and the Liberal Party surging in the polls as a result of their handling of the pandemic in the eyes of Canadians. Justin Trudeau has, you know, we've seen a few polls now showing that he he has dropped in in the polls as a result of this, but is still relatively high because the surge before was just so significant. Um, So I wonder, do you think this does any lasting damage to him or to his party? Yeah, I mean, there has been a, a, a bit of a hit here, um, but it's coming from a relatively high place anyway. Um, again, I mean, if this was another time, I think this would have done real lasting damage, and in particular because this isn't the first time that the, the prime minister has been accused of these sorts of ethical lapses. So it becomes easier to sort of paint this as a pattern of behavior that becomes harder and harder to uh, to forgive. But then again, he is riding pretty high, and he's got a lot of credibility on these other files, so it may not be as, as damaging as it might otherwise be. We heard off the top there Andrew Shear giving his laundry list of questions that uh, he's hoping his colleagues will answer. Uh, will ask Justin Trudeau if you were sitting in that uh, finance committee hearing, Andrew. Any questions that you would want to ask the prime minister on this? 
I think those are the questions that anybody would, would want answers to. I mean, they really focus in on the relationship between the Prime Minister and the Kilbergers and the We Charity and to find out whether or not those personal relationships had anything to do with the awarding of the contract. I think that's really the nub of this right now, and they're really going to dig into that to see if there's anything there. There have been a lot of questions um, about his judgment, the Prime Minister's judgment as a result of this. A lot, you know, judgment is a word we've heard a lot. Um, you know, we look at the amount of money paid to his family, Prime Minister's mother, for example, receiving a total of almost half a billion dollars. You've got $479,944 to Margaret Trudeau for, you know, expenses, travel expenses, speaking fees, Um and, you know, Justin Trudeau said he knew that his mother was, you know, speaking and, and working with this organization, but wasn't, I guess, familiar with the specifics. For you personally, you know, has, has his, on, on a question of judgment, how do you score Justin Trudeau this far into his premiership? Uh, well, I think on this one, everyone agrees that this was not a great moment of judgment on his part or the Minister of Finance. I mean, they obviously had deep personal connections with this organization and, and with the Kilbergers. And from an outsider's perspective, it should have seemed obvious that they should have recused themselves from these discussions. Uh, and they've admitted as much. This is why they're um, this is why they've agreed to testify is that this was a mistake and they've and they've copped to it. Um, it would maybe be a little bit less uh, less damaging if this again wasn't one of a couple of times that we've seen uh, Trudeau called out for his calls on ethics. So I, you know, I would imagine that a lot of the people around him are somewhat frustrated by this. And you mentioned Bill Morneau, and of course we we've, we're out of time. But as we know, the ethics commissioner expanding the probe of uh, Bill Morneau now and uh, and his connections to the charity, both family and financial. Andrew McDougall uh, with the UFT, thank you so much for joining and uh, joining us on AM uh, Global News Radio six forty Toronto and helping to make sense of some of this. No problem. Have a great afternoon. Same to you. Uh, and stick around because when we come back for the rest of the program, we will be changing gears from political drama to family drama and try and figure out what on earth is going on with the royal family.